Yer. Yer. <laughs> Yer. The fuck out of here. <laughs> I hear that a minute. Exactly. I don't even my know yerp. how to do it. Yeah, my Yerp game is is fucked up right now. Jordan, Where's back up from the mic a little bit. Was, oh, I did. That was, that was really loud. Just looked at it on the register. That's crazy. Right now. I mean, <laughs> give me a few minutes. I I get a hang of it. We all rusty in this job. <laughs> shit changed. Who are y'all? Hey, shit changed, dog. Like we still in coronavirus. Still, shit still going downhill. Yo, bro, look at your black couch, son. That's how you know it's been I a know. minute. That joint <laughs> fell. That shit the say black the black couch. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's how you know we ain't been doing this. That shit, shit fell. Like I gotta, I gotta fucking uh, find the B. Put the B back that on there. God. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, lacking. <laughs> we lacking the lack couch. <laughs> What's going on with y'all? What's up? What's good? Sure. <laughs> no, nah, y'all like <laughs> ain't shit going on. <laughs> we, we just trying to make it to 2021. <laughs> oh, bro. I mean, I've been in my school bag. Heavy you school know. bag school bag i'm out the army or you know everyone knows that but i'm about to go reserves i should be reporting in a few weeks hey. um yeah bro school bag that's why we ain't right. really been doing this shit so now that you've been out for what like a good three months four yeah. two or three months how you yeah. feel how you feel now do you feel like a, a civilian now or do you feel like you lost or I mean, do you like still feel structured because of school I still feel structured because of school. Um, I would say I feel exactly the same. It's weird because this is like showing me that the army uh, didn't like define me. I feel exactly the same. Like I don't feel like I'm missing a piece. You know what I'm okay. saying? Boys be. So I was fucked up for like the first month, like kind of depressed. But it wasn't because I missed the army. It was just because I missed having something to do. And that was before school started. So now yeah. that I'm always got some shit to do, I'm chilling. Okay. Uh, I feel productive, so that's that's really all it is. Is a matter of feeling like I got a purpose. Mm. Purposes. Yeah. What about you, but, Joe? What about me? So with you? I know you got the new hair. I haven't seen that on you. It's a nice John. Fuck that's that crazy. Joke. That means you don't watch my snaps. I fuck I with that unit. Wearing it. <laughs> How you know that's not my real hair? That's crazy. I wish the people could see your mustache. Exactly. <laughs> No, nah, this is a, this a new unit shit. I got on right here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely is. <laughs> the boomerang. Yo. What's Yo. up with you? How's the how's business? How's how's Young Black Leaders? Uh, Business with Charlie Hair Gallery is good. Young Black Leaders taking off. Hope they don't leave me. But <laughs> we out here working. What y'all doing? A lot of stuff. We still with the Chamber of Commerce. Lately, we just been um, hosting little um, panels with other black businesses, it's called Black Wall Street. Mm. We'll have like four panelists and we talk about b black businesses in El Paso, like the hardships and what, what they need and how the um, Chamber of Commerce could be of help. What is the Chamber of Commerce? I'd be like, what the fuck? What is that? It's just the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> What's their job? You know what I'm saying? Like, now, so their ultimate goal is just basically to build the economy in whatever area they're in. Mm. So, you know, you could go to them. They're kind of like the SBA. Any resources you need for businesses, they could they could help you with that. Yeah. They even giving away like a lot of money right now to black businesses here in El Paso. Mm. 
Yeah, I know we have a uh, we have an African American Chamber of Commerce here in Philly. I literally mm-hmm. just found out about that. This lady came into the shop yesterday, and she was talking to me and Jeff, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm a part of the um, African American Chamber of Commerce here in Philly," and she was just telling us some stuff. She was like a shop owner or some shit like that. So, yeah, we got That's one. Lit. Most cities have one. Yeah, most yeah. cities have one. El Paso actually have a Black Chamber of Commerce, but ironically, like nobody's there to represent it. What you mean? Hmm, so no should I tap into that? Are there no members? Yeah, like there's no members, nobody's, you know, handling it. So why aren't y'all part of that instead of the regular Chamber of Commerce, if y'all are supposed to be representing the black? Because I think it's leaders. separate. I think it's like a separate entity. And since we were already established, they're not going to say, hey, how about y'all change our group to this? Hmm. Now, we hmm. could probably take over and have our people over there, but we're not going to. You know, right. let go of El Paso young black leaders. Is that a uh, the people who do chamber of commerce, like the people who work there, are they like government employees? That's a good question. Or are they I, volunteers. I don't, well, they're definitely employees, but I don't know if it's government. Mm. But it might be since it's El Paso. Mm. So I think they do work for the city. Mm. Interesting. Mm. What's up with you, Trey? What you been up to, both? A lot, man. Um, back working in the shop. I'm not on South Street no more, but I'm I'm in Bryn Mawr at one of my coworkers' shop. He opened up a shop, so I'm working under him now. But honestly, I feel like I feel like I'm working under myself. I don't I don't really feel like I'm working for somebody. I still make about just as much money as I was making at cutting at home, so I'm not mad at that. Um, it's easier. It's a lot easier to make money there. I'm making like twice what I was making on one head than what I was making on South Street. So that's that's love. Mm-hmm. Um different type of clientele. Definitely a different type of clientele. More like suburban professionals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they they don't mind paying like fifty dollars for a haircut out there. Mm-hmm. But the thing is what we talk about at the shop is that although they don't mind paying fifty dollars for a haircut, they're not coming every two weeks. They'll come like once a month. You get oh, what I'm wow. saying? That's why they don't mind spending that kind of money on a haircut. Different type of people, you know what I'm saying? I'm a once a month boy now too. Shit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so it's like I get it. It it just opens the door for you. Like you gotta have more clientele, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you wanna be able to fill those gaps. But also at the same time, like I'm so conditioned to having to used to cut like twelve heads a day to like make money. But now I could cut like six heads and be like, Oh, I'm good. I don't really mm-hmm. anything else is extra. So I'm still trying to get used to like not having the slave to make money. And also, um, photography, like, I'm killing it in the photography game. Like, mm-hmm. I get, I got inquiries to do shoots at least, like, two or three times a week. Everybody may not book, but I do get a lot of inquiries, and I probably book at least one or two shoots a week. So, mm-hmm. I just got to, I just booked a shoot today, got a deposit and stuff today for a family portrait. So, so what's it like juggling all that shit, though? It don't feel like I'm juggling because I like to do it. It don't no, really I mean, like, like time management wise. I mean, like, so it's so everything is structured around the barbershop because that's my full time job. Mm-hmm. So everything else comes after that. It only gets like hectic when I have to go straight from the shop to the studio like I had to do the other day. Like my day is pretty much milked. And the fact that I'm still cutting hair at home because I have clients that can't get to the shop that I'm cutting at now. That make that's what make it hard because once I'm done there, they be wanting me to come home and cut, and I don't be feeling like it all the time. So that's the only thing that like really 
like makes it weird and make it hard to juggle. Plus, I'm I'm back to skating now, and I be wanting to have like my own time to do that. You be out there. Yeah, I be wanting to have my. I own. be out there too. I be. <laughs> I be wanting to have my own time to like go and do that. So some days I be like canceling shit, and I'm also mm-hmm. back in the gym. Yeah, so me too. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's a lot of shit I'm juggling, but I don't, I don't really feel overwhelmed. But if you look at my room, you be like, yeah, nigga, you overwhelmed. <laughs> 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 I don't feel like I. You know, so do you have any off days? Ways. Huh? Do you have any off days? Um. My off days is days where I don't have photo shoots. I don't know. I see this is the thing. I don't always necessarily feel like I'm working. Like to me, like editing pictures is almost off. Like I don't feel like I'm I'm really like straining when I'm editing pictures unless I have a whole lot to edit. You know what I'm saying? Then I feel like okay, I'm working. But other than that, I feel like when I'm editing pictures I'm off. Like for me work work is is the barbershop and cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures that hasn't got to the point where it really feels like work yet. Unless I get like jam packed with pictures. But right now I'm chilling. I don't feel I don't feel overwhelmed with it. So yo, did you consider like while you was uh getting at home barbering money, did you consider like shit, maybe I don't want to go back to the shop? Oh yeah. I was struggling with that for a while. Um I was really struggling, like maybe I shouldn't go back to the shop. I could keep everything, you know what I'm saying? But it's just a matter of people coming to my house. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially in the summertime when my daughter was here. I don't like, man, you know. And another thing about it is that you can't really have new clientele. Like, if you do, it has to be somebody that one of your clients can vouch for already. You know what I'm saying? Like, word of mouth type, you know. You can't just pull nobody off the street. Like, yo, come to my crib. Because I don't know these people. Yeah. So, it's, it's a lot harder to get clientele when you're doing it out of your house. But I definitely did consider it. But one thing I also consider now that I'm cutting in the suite because I work in like a salon suite type joint is like maybe one day I can have my own suite. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I really like how it's set up at the place that I work, like have like a suite. I really like that joint. Like I like the feel. I like being around other um, like-minded people and stuff that's like what I'm doing. The only thing I don't like about it is that there's no walk-in flow. Like when you have... When you work at a barbershop, it's just a shop. It's its own entity. It's nothing else around it. Like, But when you work at a suite, if somebody walked past, they don't even know that you cut as a barber in there unless you have like a sign outside, which we do. But it's not like a regular barbershop. So everything is really by appointment unless somebody sees a sidewalk sign and call. But I really like the, the suite idea. I, I really like this. So maybe like a <coughs> year or two or whatever, I have my own job. But... Um, my boss, Jeff, he was talking about opening another fade factory because it's more than one. Um, it's more than one image studios. That's what the, where our, our shop is, is inside image studios. He was talking about opening more than one. So maybe I could be the manager of one and you know what I'm saying? Pocket everything in that, John. And you mean, that'd be lit. That'd be a definitely, that definitely be a move. Yeah. And I, I fuck with the whole like fade factory um brand like he's making it like a whole kind of and i, I really fuck with it I, I fuck with the name i fuck with her because we like we specialize in fade so mm-hmm. and i can fade my ass or fuck with it <laughs> but that's what's up with me i'm we all caught up 
You know what I mean? Very caught up. So what's what's good? What's going on in the world? You know what I mean? Corona's still out here mixing Drum, mixing everybody. Still dicky. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it G about Corona though. I don't feel like it's as bad as it was. I just think people don't give a fuck no more. Pretty much, or the government just ready to start with the shenanigans. Yeah, after election mm-hmm. day. Definitely. I mean, you Next saw, day. We we haven't podcasted since we went on our little vacation, right? Right. So when we was in Atlanta, that shit was like. It wasn't, no one it gave wasn't a no fuck. pandemic. It, felt it was like. as if we was in a different world. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how it's gonna be when we go to Florida because you know Florida is a hot they, spot. Yo, they the just government, opened back up. They opened everything yesterday or two days ago. Ooh. Yeah, but the, on the same day they had the most uh, coronavirus deaths <laughs> since it happened. The U.S. I think on like Thursday or like, yo. Friday they had the most. Um, New cases since August, since March, I think, or something like that. I heard it's, it's like, gonna. I heard the winter gonna hit us over the head. Probably, bro. The thing is, like, I think it's. I think it's at a point now where they're like, every one in three people is gonna get it or something like that. So that means like one of us is gonna get that shit. And honestly, I'm gonna keep it G. I think I got that shit right now. Stop playing, bro. I swear to God. Stop playing. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I had like this. So my symptoms ain't been like severe. I haven't had no fever. I haven't had like no running. No, well, for two days I did. Mm-hmm. But it all went away. I didn't have no. Only thing I had was a running. Only thing I had was a running nose. Hold on. Somebody ringing my bell. Hold on. Y'all talk. He said he got Rona. Tay said he got Rona? Yeah, he said he think he got the Rona. So I don't know if he going to Miami or not. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what make him think that he he moving like he got coronavirus? No, he said Shit, he if sick. he do, Florida, Florida cesspool sick. for it. I'm not trying to catch that shit. My, I think we're all past it. Like once I sat on a plane that wasn't like staggered seats, oh, I, I realized. No, I flew um United American. What I yes. flew American, they were staggered. Delta. What? Delta was staggered too when I flew. That's yes. crazy. Yes. It might have like been different you on like times a packed they... flight. Yeah, right. but that's my thing about it. Like, why are y'all packing flights? Right. Now, that's why I fuck with Southwest. They should stay staggered. Yeah. And I think I'm flying JetBlue to Miami, but I was talking to my man about it yesterday. We went out. Oh, we didn't go out. We was linking up with my homie in Philly, like just driving around saying what's up to people. And my one man was like, yo, let's go to this hookah bar. I'm like, no. Bro, not? Not. You went to a hookah, hookah bar, bar in Atlanta where and it was I, like the heaviest. And we dipped when it started getting packed in that joint. I, we, did, I, we didn't dip because it was getting packed. We just I, dipped because we caught our vibe. The hookah was out and it was time to I go. I was glad we did leave when we left. Like in hindsight. And I was like, when we were in there in Atlanta in the uh, hookah bar, I just felt like I, I should have my mask on. I was just about to say, so we didn't have our mask at all. Like we Hell didn't no. even. I had in. my shit on like half and half. Like Trey was fucking. <laughs> I was with me, high. I had my shit. shit like on my chin, and I was like putting it on and off. But like, I was high. I was so wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was high beyond high. Yeah, you was fucked up. That shit was. Funny we all shit. was. No, the car. When we got in the car, I was a goner. Nah, you should have been good by then. No, wait, I who wasn't. got who drove? Me, I Jeremy. drove. Remember, I oh, didn't, okay. Oh, yeah, because you kept backing up, and the guy was <laughs> Yo, like, 
Yeah, the bull was drunk. That's when we had the fiend parking attendant. When y'all asked me, like, did we want to get something to eat? <laughs> I just was too hot. I'm like, no. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even want to go to um, Waffle House because I was just thinking about coronavirus being all in there. You know, you got to stand there and wait on your food. The cook probably got House? coronavirus. No, we wanted to. And remember, I ordered it, and then like after an hour, they canceled. Yeah, we were sick. We went to sleep hungry that night. It's fuck. No, I you think did? y'all ate that pizza. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. we did eat that old ass pizza. We was drawn. <laughs> hungry as shit. Had to. Ah, Black Couch Adventures. <laughs> Had to eat something. <laughs> definitely next trip Miami yeah so what's the move how, how you feel about uh getting older Jordan I don't feel no type of way honestly coming from Miami that's a blessing I had classmates who didn't make it to see 16 18 25 like those mm. big years so at this point like I'm not afraid to get older yeah Especially with coronavirus, like motherfuckers didn't even make it to see 2021. So it's like, hey, another birthday. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Let's get it rocking. Yeah, I seen this. Um speaking to people that didn't make it and shit. I seen this video of Kobe's daughter. She was um carrying a picture of Kobe. Oh. It messed me. After I saw it on Twitter, I had to go to sleep. I'm like, I, I can't. She was carrying around this picture of Kobe walking through her house. And her mommy, her mom was like, "Who's that?" She was like, "Dad, dad." She kept saying, "Oh, the dad, baby." Dad. Yeah, she kept saying, "Dad, dad, dad, dad." And I'm like, "I can't, I can't." You and saw uh, Vanessa like, the other day. It was like two days ago. She was on Instagram, going through all of Kobe's old shit, like posting stories. Like she had his 2000 first NBA championship T-shirt soaked in champagne. Still, damn, all that. She was going through all that shit. I was like, "Yo, I know she fucked up." Bro, that shit. I was just the the little girl thing like fucked me up because I be having moments where I think about like if I checked, how would Lay feel? What would they? What would like? What would happen with Lay? You know what I'm saying? Like who going? You know what I'm saying? Like I be thinking like, is Jeremy going to be there for her? Is my Mm -hmm. sister going to be there for her? Is my dad going to get close? I be thinking about that shit, Mm -hmm. like, and I just be worried like if something happened to me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I just can't imagine like. Wherever Kobe is, like how he feels about you know his kids and leaving them behind, you know what I'm saying? Like, be sick. That's, that's, crazy a, that's shit. a horrible feeling. You know, uh, his wife is suing the yeah, L.A. Should, Sheriff's yeah. Department mm-hmm, for the pictures mm-hmm. of the scene. Yeah, because in the complaint, I actually read that John. In the complaint, um, she said that nine out of the ten officers took their cell phones out and was taking pics. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Like nine of y'all. Yeah, like it wasn't y'all... just one dickhead. It was like the whole jaw. And it's like for what? And you know they probably sold it to some tabloids. Yeah, TMZ or whatever. TMZ mm-hmm. be cutting that check though. Yeah, but that's, but it's that's like come on. Bread. Yeah, yeah. You know you what I'm saying? I don't want that bread. I would. Yeah, take I can see if he was cheating or something. Yeah, take the picture. But y'all, the man right, dead. Like the man dead. Like you taking pictures of dead bodies. Like what's up mm-hmm. with you? You got no decorum. People. It's, it, that's like the new culture now where everyone takes yeah. out their phone. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker the drowning. Somebody recorded. Mm-hmm. Even a cop. You can't even trust someone who's supposed to be a professional to not. Right. I mean, at the to end of the bullshit. day, they're still human beings. You know what I'm saying? Human beings are shitty. They're still human beings. You know, when they put on a uniform, we expect them to act of a professional manner. Right. But we also got to remember that these are human beings. You know what I'm saying? We live in a world where people are going to be people, regardless of mm-hmm. what they're wearing. You know what I'm saying? Look at this shit that happened to to old girl that we did a few uh, podcasts back. 
Remember the girl that was missing mm. on the army base? You don't listen oh, to yeah, shit that yeah, happened yeah. like that in Man, the army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But people gonna be people. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah. Um, so new updates on the Brianna Taylor shit. The whole case, you know what I'm saying? They they had the um grand jury decided that the act the officers acted lawfully and decided not to charge them. They charged one of the officers with um wanton it was like wanton endangerment or something like that yeah and basically um they charged him for recklessly firing Mm -hmm. into another apartment and it didn't even have anything to do with brianna taylor so none of the charges um had anything to do with brianna taylor i don't even think that she was mentioned in um the prosecutor's um charges for the jury to deliberate on Mm. So a lot of people were really upset with that. Um, I have my opinions about the case. I don't want to share my opinions because a lot of people don't agree with my opinions. But yeah, it's 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 a fucked up situation. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I thought I was reading about it, and a lot of people were saying that because she won the civil lawsuit, we like, how can somebody win the bread? So how can the department be deemed guilty by having to pay the bread, but they don't find any criminal charges? And it's really because the criminal charge needs to be whatever, according to the system, needs to be without a without a shadow of a doubt based on right. the evidence available. So civil doesn't have to be that way. Civil is just like it has to be probable based mm-hmm. on the evidence available. And then also a settlement is not a verdict. Mm-hmm. A settlement is a settlement. You know what right, I'm saying? That means right. both sides came to an agreement about something, and this is what we're going to do to make it right. It doesn't mean it's an, a, a settlement isn't an admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A settlement, it says, okay, we, you know, we, we did something wrong, and this is what we're going to do to, in a sense, make it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not an admission of guilt. In a lot of settlements, they don't even disclose the information about it, like how much money it was and what the what the agreements were. But I know from, you know, media and shit that they settled for 12 million and the department also had to make some changes within their policies and stuff with like no knock orders and shit like that. So which is all good shit. But the problem is cops still got a job. Yeah. All three of them bulls. Yeah. They're still clocked in right now, getting paid. Mm-hmm. So right now, what I think is going to boil down to is everybody is looking at to how this warrant was issued and was the warrant issued lawfully. So what they're going to do is they're going to look at the evidence to say, okay, based on the evidence and when they found the evidence, was it okay for this warrant to be um, to be signed off? And if and basically what I what I've heard because I watched a documentary about the case and what they were saying was that they had surveillance of the guy coming to the house and they thought that her house may have been the stash house. But so what they're looking into now is how old is that evidence? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They saying it has to be within like 24 hours or something like that of issuing a warrant that they had the evidence. Now, if they say, oh, well we saw this package go into this house 
two weeks ago and they still issued that warrant, then that mean that warrant was unlawful, which means those officers should have never been there. And then mm-hmm. that whole situation should have never have happened. And then that's when you can file. I don't know if you can file criminal charges, but it's definitely something civil. You know what I'm saying? That's when another civil suit comes into play when you when they say that that warrant was unlawful because mm-hmm. the evidence couldn't support. So is it true that they um said that they did like identify themselves? So there's there's like two different sides. You know, the boy Kenneth Walker, her boyfriend, is saying that he did they he didn't hear them identify themselves, and the cops mm-hmm. are saying they didn't. So during a press conference that the um, attorney general had, one of the reporters said, we went to the apartment building and we asked 12 of the witnesses or people that live in the apartment, did they hear the cops announce themselves? And they said no. But you're but saying that the one, cops said that they did? Yeah, the cops said that they did, but there were but the reporter said that they went to the apartment and they asked 12 of the people that live in that apartment, did they hear any cops? And they said no. So I one asked person, that question. Hold on. I asked that question because if they don't, I mean, if they have a no knock, right. why would they even say, hey, you know, we identified ourselves at this point? Right. I thought the no knock warrant was you could just go in there. So without- it came out that the no knock order changed. So it wasn't a no knock warrant. That's why they saying they identified themselves. They said supposedly it ended up changing from mm-hmm. going to a no knock order to a, a regular warrant. Mm-hmm. But let me get back to this because it's an important point. They said the reporter said that they asked 12 of the people that live in the surrounding apartments. Did they hear the cops? They said, no, they never heard the cops announce themselves. There was even one person that called the cops. So why would one person that, all they heard was, I guess they heard the, the knocking or the shooting. Why would a person call the cops if they thought, if they heard the cops out there? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But there was one person out of 12 people that said that they heard the cops. Mm, so probably got paid or called Oster- or and they said the first, t- the first two times that that person that said he heard the cops was interviewed, he said he didn't hear them. The last time he was interviewed, he said he did. Exactly. My, so at this point, the thing that pisses me off about that whole situation is that you're basically saying you're basically saying that twelve, one person gets them off of twelve people. Twelve people say no. One person say yes. So it's right. That's bullshit to me. I mean, what if the one person was like the the closest neighbor? I think he was. Right. So, I mean, possible. I think it shouldn't matter if you first say you if you first say no, then why would you like change it? I could see if you said like, yeah, I heard it at first and then changed it to nah, I didn't. Oh, so he originally said he did. He, he, he was didn't hear shit. He was interviewed twice and he said he didn't hear it. The third time you said oh, he no, did. They got him. <laughs> Come on. They schemed. They schemed their way in there. That's what I was saying. Well, I mean, you know they're going to scheme because the attorney general is Trump's man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'd be hanging out with him. He'd be at campaign events. He'd be tweeting at him. He'd be taking pictures with him. So he wasn't going to let that shit, let them cops go down. Right. And that's the one who was, what, wasn't the attorney general in charge of the investigation? 
Yeah, so the attorney general, uh, they he, you know, he's state level. So mm-hmm. they moved it to the state level because they didn't believe that the local authorities would um, would do it correctly. So they sent mm-hmm. it up to state level, which is the attorney, the level of the attorney general. The attorney general then put together a team of people that he thought would be unbiased and shit like that. And that's the verdict that they came up he with. He probably biased his damn self. Yeah. So how to bias bull putting together a team full of unbiased people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And it's an election year. So a lot of times these these this nut ass people like that, like attorney generals, they'll get smooth up on uh the, the incumbent or whoever they want, side they want to be on because if Trump wins again, then he might hook them up with a little position, promotion, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So put them in the cabinet, upgrade yeah. them something, but that's just crazy. Yeah, that, that whole situation. Pretty much the same shit we see on TV. Mm-hmm. It's like it's hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot, a lot of weird shit going on. Like this whole thing with uh, Trump taxes coming out, saying that he paid um, seven fifty the year that he was elected. He paid seven hundred and fifty dollars. Now, what's crazy, right, is that he filed for bankruptcy. Um, he filed for bankruptcy like ten years ago. And since then, he had he hadn't paid any taxes. And then in 2016-2017, he paid like $750 in taxes, right? So when I was at the gym earlier, I was looking at CNN on TV. And it also came out that Trump owes $421 million within the next few months in loans. What? Yeah. How much? He owes $421 million in loans. That's crazy. So I don't know what's up with ball. Like what's going on? His money you, issues. I feel like you shouldn't. If I can't, so let me tell you this, right? So if I can't, me as a regular bull, I can't buy a crib with five hundred thousand dollars in debt, right? Or right. two hundred thousand dollars dollars in debt. Right. How the fuck can he become the president with almost five hundred million dollars in debt? Well, that's the thing. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. So when you file for bankruptcy, it allows you to rearrange your assets depending on which chapter you file under. Mm-hmm. It allows you to rearrange your assets to a point where um, it's not. I, I don't know what chapter it might be under, but it's probably some kind of way where it doesn't look like like real debt or something. You know how they, mm-hmm. they always yeah. a loophole. Most people do bankruptcy when they're trying yeah. to basically get out of shit. Yeah, like 50 Cent did when Rick Ross, when he lost that case against Rick Ross. He yeah. filed for bankruptcy so that the shorty couldn't get the bread right away. So, yep. and then it also came out that he filed for bankruptcy because he lost more money than he made one oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's been like a known job. Yeah. None of his businesses have been profitable. They yeah. generate revenue, but he he's always in the red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see how much money he made off The Apprentice, though? Yeah. So in the four hundred seventy-one mil. Yeah, but all of the money that he made from that, he was putting towards his debt. Yeah, I, but still, I just can't believe he got paid so much. Yeah. For that nut ass show, where all he did especially was back sit then. There. Yeah, I mean, that was. But like, was that was that like per season or that was like all together? It was total. All okay. together. Okay, and yeah, how long? How many seasons? It was did like he ten have? seasons. Ten seasons. So pretty much about ten million a season. Yeah. No, forty. Nah, like forty million. Wait, but how still, much? How much was it? Did you say yet? Yeah, like four hundred seventy-one million from the oh, Apprentice. Oh, oh shit! 
Yeah, that's a lot of bread. Yeah. Fuck. For that and all, bro, and that's all he did was be like, "You're fired." Right. That's really crazy. The contestants made the show. Yeah. Right. 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 Contestants made the show. That's where you left off at. Tracking. Got you. He was an influencer before this social media shit. He's the original influencer. Like, almost. Like, he's the probably the first white boy to be cool to everybody. Definitely. Right? Think about it. Rappers been name dropping him. Mm-hmm. He get featured in movies. Think about uh what is that movie? Little Rascals. It was so cool to see him in oh, there. Oh yeah. Fresh Pint, uh Fresh Prince. Yeah. He the one who bought their house, I think, or was going to buy their house. Everybody loved Donald. He was what you thought of when you thought about the word millionaire. You saw his face. Yeah. I that even did a um a report on him in like fourth grade, like on some oh, I look up to him type shit. <laughs> That's some salesmanship. He was the first IG thought. You know, like you know how people on IG be putting up a front. Mm-hmm. And just have an image that's worth money. It was just his image. So I just heard like that. Twitter. I'm pretty sure, like, because you know you can monetize any social media account. I'm pretty sure he get like hella money. Yeah, I've heard that a majority of his business has been licensing his name, just putting his name on stuff, allowing people to put his name on a building. Even the Make America Great Again hat. Look how much that um generated over the years. <laughs> Came up on probably, that. Probably probably cost eight dollars to make that hat. If that probably a dollar. Damn, that shit, that had cheaper shit. Yeah. That's crazy. You can make one of those, for right? Nothing. Sell them for like twenty dollars. They gonna buy them. They twenty five. Yeah, OG that's scammer. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm president. Remember, scammer. y'all remember he had that whole school for like making money, and he scammed the all Trump those people out of the bread. Yeah. yeah, and it was a whole lawsuit over, over that shit. That shit was scammed all these people for their bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was you know what was really crazy to me about Trump. Like when we went to Atlantic City and the mm. Trump Tower, everything, because you know, a lot of stuff there was Trump, you know, the mm. Trump Casino and all that. That mm-hmm. shit is gone. Like the building's just there, skeletons. And yeah. it's just crazy seeing that. Like, dang, this boy had all this money. He had all this stuff at one point, and now it's just like gone. Ultimate fuck up. Yeah. Like, now he good. Shit, he set for life. He good till you get yeah. out of that seat and they. Yeah. I mean, once you. Nah, oh yeah, they might. You know what would be crazy is if he loses and then it takes him being out of office to where he doesn't have the powers of the office to protect himself. And then that is when he gets arrested for some shit. That's what I think is going to happen. That's why he's trying so hard to stay in. That would be so embarrassing. he, when they asked him, like, will you, would a transition of power be peaceful or something? Would something, you know, when they mm-hmm. asked him, mm-hmm. he, he basically he didn't deny it, but he didn't say yeah either. Yeah, he's like, yeah. we'll just he have to. Which see. is crazy. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that means guns that, blazing? No. So basically, it means that he'll find a way to say that it wasn't legit. So yep. he'll he'll try to make it seem like the election wasn't legitimate because of the mailed in ballots, or he'll try to like he'll come up with some way. To say that, you know, it, it wasn't legit, basically. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out guns blazing. He's going to be sitting in the White House with two guns. Well, of course <laughs> I mean, not, yeah. but I'm just yeah. saying. So it Bro, basically means put... he's going to, he's he, it's going to be a legal battle to get him out. So basically all the conspiracy though. theories we've been saying is yeah. coming to, like, fruition. 
So it's I'm crazy. It's like we're about to see this next year from this year, like today to today, next year is going to be crazy. Yeah. Because I, even though he's saying that and he might not literally mean like I'm going to take up arms and not leave. You got to think about his followers are so mm-hmm. crazy and like so dedicated and fervent where they might just get up on their own shit. And go out there and shit. fucking guard the goddamn house like right. he's coming out y'all ain't coming in right <laughs> I, don't, I would not i can definitely see that happening yo first Some amendment war shit. Shit. real right i'm rocking <laughs> you it's like i'm in reserves <laughs> <laughs> shit you definitely rocking exactly if i see kamatata shit to go out the window with him right he tried it he tried one time i remember it was right at him for that the generals, the generals, like yo, we don't fuck with him. Well, they, and they keep trying to say. I think uh, General Milley was just saying yesterday that they're not going to get involved in the political process at all. Which is crazy, though, that we even have to speak like that. Like I'm yeah. coming from, I was just in a country where in Afghanistan, that's all they did was beef. Like we had two inaugurations, bro, right next to each other. <laughs> So the two presidents that ran, the two candidates, they both told each other that it was like, oh, they both the other person's line, the other person's line. So it's like, bet one bull won, but the other bull was like, fuck that, I won. And they both did an inauguration on the same day, right next to each other. <laughs> Headiest shit, like, nah, I won. Yo. I won. Like, what the fuck? That's and this is, this is some shit we that's happening here now. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you how big, how big? <laughs> of an influence do you think the social media is having on this election very Huge. very big of an influence that should control everything we do and think really mm-hmm. yeah i mean and it's also like the whole um I, I find it interesting how like all the social media sites are kind of picking sides you know yeah. what i'm saying like you got facebook and twitter like kind of mm-hmm. picking the left where they're like, all right, if someone says something that's pro-Trump, a lot of times they take it down or it's flagged for being offensive or something, which is, you know, yeah, it might be offensive, but it's just interesting how they're getting so involved in telling people what they can and can't say online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that shit weird because it's like, is that about these? So do I think you it find is. it weird or do you think, so what they call it is fact checking, right? So would you right. rather have something that's up there that's, not necessarily true or, or isn't it fact or would you rather have it just be left up there for people to make their own judgment about the thing is you can't fact check everything like mm-hmm. they can't get every single thing so if you're not able to do that and you're focusing on one side more so on than the other or whatever then you just need to not do it at all exactly. and leave it up biased. to us Mm-hmm. to make our own decisions and conclusions and do our own research that's what freedom of speech and the internet was meant for mm-hmm. for it to be completely unbiased and just yo you figure that shit out well in the news the other day they had this uh video of and you've probably seen it before it was this video of i think it was either biden or somebody it was a democrat for sure they was basically on a tv interview and they were looking down but it looked like they had fallen asleep I think it was Biden. And I was they photoshopped sleepy, yeah. it. Sleepy Joe. They, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> photoshopped it to make it look like, well, video shopped or whatever they want to call it. They edited it to make it look like the reporter was saying, wake up, excuse me, wake up, wake up. But she wasn't saying that. And it was they a video? Also, Crazy. Yeah, and they also put a picture of Biden there. 
So these guy, this guy from the internet who like you know solved those kind of issues. Mm-hmm. He went to a Trump rally and he was like, "What do you think about this video?" He was like, "It was hilarious. That's why we call him Sleepy Joe, or whatever." Blah blah blah. So then they was like, "Well, you know, it was fake." And he was like, "No, I would know if that was fake." So they showed him the original version mm-hmm. of how it was edited, and he was like, "Huh." He just got really quiet, and they was like, well, "What do you think of that?" He was, and this was a hardcore Trump supporter. He was at a rally at the time. He had the flags and all that. And he was like, he just got real quiet. He was like, well, you know, at least we got a good laugh out of it. Like, that's crazy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But, like, but, but they don't know what that does to like, so you know how gullible people are that are like, not 40 and up, maybe like 50 and up. Yeah. And that's, that's the most powerful vote, arguably. Mm-hmm. That happens in this country. So you get older people who be on Facebook, barely know what the fuck they're doing, yeah. seeing shit like that. Yeah. And they believe all that shit. And they be like, bet. Yeah. Exactly. And that's all they had to see. They're not fact checking shit. They can't, they don't have the ability to because they're not smart. They're not te- uh, technologically savvy enough to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's f- f- for people that listen to us, you know what I'm saying? It's just as simple as going to Google and doing your own little research to find out if something is like real or true or not definitely and a lot of times people share weird ass sites like mm-hmm. why the fuck would you trust bigpink.com to say some you know serious shit the onion yeah the onion especially <laughs> um, there's a lot of like satire sites and if you go on those sites and you really look on the site it will say somewhere on there that is a satire site mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying now there are independent very legit independent news um websites like i know one of them is infowars um another one is ran by Farrak not Farrakhan. yes one of them is ran by Farrakhan. i follow him on instagram mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of like um instagram influencers influencers like reza you know what i'm saying that puts out a lot of uh legit information le- legit information so you don't always have to like go to mainstream media and the thing about mainstream media, just like social media, they pick a side. Mm-hmm. Like CNN, they always had the most news. They always have reporters everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it always seems so legit. But they are very, very left. Very, very left. Like you come on there talking positivity about Trump, they cutting you off. Like hmm. they do not play that on CNN. Like, they don't play that support Trump stuff on CNN at all. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons I don't like watching CNN. I do like watching it because they be having the scoop. But I don't like watching it because it always seems like they're trying to get you to um, believe one side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like that. I mean, that's why I don't watch none of that shit, man. Because I feel like I'm getting, you know, when you go to a used car lot. Yeah, and you feel like the bull trying to get one over on you, and he, everything you just like, yeah, sound good, dickhead. Yeah, sound good, dickhead. Like, I'm not trying to hear none of that. So it right. just feels weird. It feels yeah. wrong to me. Yeah. Uh, there's this good show. It's like a documentary type show that's on um, Netflix about social media. What is it called? The media social dilemma. Social, social dilemma. dilemma. Social yeah. I haven't watched that joint yet. It's really, really good. Very, very insightful. And it not only talks about how social media influences like voters and stuff like that. It also talks about how social media influences our children 
and how it causes, you know, suicide rates to go up, self-esteem issues, it, you know, just how it controls us and how, um, how, how ad giants like Facebook, which is an ad giant, how right. they make their money and how they build their profiles off of us and stuff like that. You know I what I'm saying? I want to know my and, profile. And how they, how they, how they gather all this information they about stay. us. How they gather all this information about us and shit like that, and and put it, you know, like I said, build these profiles and then like they constantly showing you what you like on your shit. You know what I'm saying? They get like me you. all the time. They get me all the time. <laughs> Here's they the show hat. me something for enough. They show me something enough times, and I'm I'm all game. You know what I'm saying? But it was designed to be that way. Even even uh, just as simple as like scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm that repetitive motion of you scrolling and then swiping down to refresh it, you always know that something new is going to pop up when you swipe down. So they did it that way so it can become addictive because you get that satisfaction of seeing something new every time you pull it down. And, and pull with it, and the dings, the notifications. Yeah. And they, they, they call it, I think they call it like right. the slot machine effect. <laughs> they call it like the slot machine effect yeah, when yeah. you pull it down, you get the mm-hmm. satisfaction. So, and then the noise, and you get the yeah. ding, 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 and then yeah. when you hit, mm-hmm. yeah. And everything is, everything is, every single thing on social media that seems addictive was made to be addictive. And if you can get somebody to keep coming back, and you can keep keep them on, they can keep selling ads. Yeah, it's just big marketing. Yeah, big yeah. marketing. And it was crazy because they break down all of that shit down to a science. <laughs> you know what's my most hated feature of my fucking iPhone is when it tells me every week how much screen time I've had on a daily. <laughs> that shit. Drawn. I be looking at that shit like, yo, stop showing me this shit. Man. It'd be like eight hours. Damn. But but I mean, I think it counts when I'm using a phone because a lot of time I'm just listening to music. So I don't know. Well, if it no, it'll tell you time. social media. It'll tell you productivity. It'll tell oh, you everything. I so all you have to do is like on your screen, um, swipe right. Is that mm-hmm. going right? Yeah, swipe all the way to the right, and it should break it down, and they have like this graph. I don't even want to look at that because if it's look wrong, at it, because then it could change, like change your behavior. Because sometimes I see my shit is like six hours social media, and it's like, damn, no wonder you ain't getting nothing done. Right. And the, another thing that was interesting at the end, they asked all the like whistleblowers, like, what's the antidote? Like, how do you fix this? And mm-hmm. all of them was like, you can't. Yeah, it's too deep. It's like, part of our society now. Can, like, yeah, we like pl- 10 years plus in the hole with this shit. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you at this point, like you really can't. So we just have to almost like adapt and learn how to like withdraw from certain shit. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. And for right now, like it's just it's only going to get worse. I think like and this is just my long term. You know what I'm saying? Remember on Black Mirror? Where they had those like little I'm dot good. things that they put on the side of your head, and, like you you basically go into like a virtual yeah a virtual. I think we're at, at some point we're going to be living very virtually, mm-hmm. like to well, the point where we almost don't even have to leave games. our house. Yeah, we we basically live in virtual. I got fucking three screens in front of my face right now. Exactly, and Jeremy got twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Real like, shit. We basically live virtually right now. Exactly. They already pulled out the hoverboards a couple of years getting us ready for shit like that. Yeah, but right. I think um I think this year 
it was tough, but it was also a blessing in disguise because I do believe that it pulled a lot of people out. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot more people mm-hmm. was able to spend time outside and be with friends and family. Now they inside. People, yeah, no, but some people got pulled in. Like yeah, some people got pulled about, in, yeah. but I also think like people found other ways. Yeah. To be social as well, you know what I'm saying? Because like but, us, but with social media, it's not yeah, in person. So could it be? Is could it be a good thing or a bad thing? Because a lot of people started replacing visiting people with, "Oh, I'm gonna get on Zoom and call my man." Oh, I'm gonna get yeah. on FaceTime and call my man, right? Yeah, it's true. So now you you not even now that's that's your go to now because you've been right. doing that for so long. I mean, look at us. <laughs> right, shit. <laughs> we doing podcasts on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. And y'all so. in the same damn city. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> next John. Yeah, next so. John we're gonna do in person, John. Yeah, next John. So it's just like Yeah. Damn. This was a good podcast. I can't believe it's been an hour that quick. Pretty much an hour that fucking. Yo, fast. just so y'all know, right? It's not five hours on social media. Three of those hours I spent texting on my messenger app. Damn, I was texting. I be texting my ass off, bro. Damn. Gigolo. So it ain't like I'm I'm on the gram scrolling viciously. You a gigolo? Yo, chill. I be chilling. What you mean? Gigolo, gigolo. Nah. I had to go check that shit because I was like, "Hold on, am I really addicted to this shit?" I mean, we are, we are slightly addicted. But all right, let me ask you this: Is it is it addicted or is it just now be a part of your life? So it's not really an addiction. It's like no, it's an addiction because sometimes we don't even be looking for anything. We just looking for something, you know? Just, like I really I'm very very careful about it. I don't think I'm addicted to it at all. Like a lot of the times, I use my phone is for business purposes like i'm not on there all the time just to scroll and look and mm-hmm. i don't do that a lot a lot of the times i'm on there i'm on there for business like trying to put some <laughs> shit on my social media for business like yeah. that's where i get all my business from so how these ads be getting you <laughs> from when i'm on there doing shit for my okay business. i'm Bro, not on there right looking you. for it i'm not on there looking for it you know what i'm saying <laughs> I you know mean, how you let's know, talk you know about you know. if you want to start pulling cards. We can talk about me. I already admitted it. Like I but do. I, have I, a I honestly don't feel like I'm addicted to it, and Yo, I think on. about that all the time <laughs> because there's been times where I put my phone down and I'd be like, I haven't messed with my phone. Let me check it just to check it because mm-hmm. I miss a lot of shit. Like yeah. I get. Well, you know how I am with it. You'll be talking to me, and I'm just exactly sitting at the bad. Like you're bad with it. You know I how know. you know how you know the ads is working is when somebody buys something from ASOS. Because <laughs> don't nobody fucking go in there on no, their own. ASOS, like ASOS is more popular than you think, though. I never yeah, heard they, that. Only time I ever first saw it was on Facebook. They're like they're going to be Fashion Nova's competitor. Yeah. Hmm. Like up there with the pretty little things and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. Like those big boutiques. Because all it takes is marketing and then they're genius enough to have other people doing the marketing for them. Like right. what ads do you see Fashion Nova posting? You yeah. might see the sales here and there, but you never see them saying, oh, you need to buy this outfit. No, because yeah, Cardi B done posted yeah, it, you know? They get the celebrities to do it. The celebrity endorsements to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ASOS, they just, they got Google in their pocket. How many times you Google something and they come up on Fashion Nova? It doesn't. I think Fashion Nova though they probably it's just where they putting their money into the advertising. Yeah, yeah. Fashion Nova chooses to do the influencers. Yeah, ASOS like our bet we ain't gonna compete with Fashion Nova in that in that realm. So and it also go off of what you 
have mm-hmm. on your phone. So if you like me, if I search something fashion over pretty little things gonna pop up because I always go to those sites. Yeah. ASOS might be like fourth or fifth or something. I feel like ASOS is probably like more for men as well. And it, it may be just because I see I everything. see a lot of men's clothes off, off of there. Yeah, it's but, a, not, a lot of nice casual shit for y'all. Yeah. In fact, that's where I got my whole outfit for Miami from, ASOS. Work, I need to get my joint. I'm bullshitting. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to show up looking nutty as shit. <laughs> Just the shoes. Right, me and some shoes. <laughs> and the mustache. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to in Miami, though? I never been so like I'm excited to go to the beach. I'm excited to go to what's the uh the spot with the smoothies? No, no, just the daiquiris. Wet oh, Willies? uh, Fat Tuesdays. Fat, no, Fat Wet Willies. Tuesdays. Is wet it Wet Willies or Fat Tuesdays? Wet Willies. You've been to Wet Willies, bro. You've been to Wet Willies in Savannah. No, nah, but in Miami, that's the OG. Oh, all right. That's the big one. That's no, in Miami, no, we don't we don't fuck Tuesday. with we don't fuck with wet willies like that down now. It's Fat Tuesdays. Okay, all right. So we going. We to have Fat it, Tuesdays. but we don't fuck with it. It's like okay. Okay. What else? Um. I mean, I'm looking forward to just fucking being in some warm weather because it's cold as shit up here. No, it's not. What are you? It's 80 degrees today. Bro, you tripping? It was cold as shit yesterday. No, it wasn't, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, I ain't been. I ain't been out the house for like three days. So. Exactly. That's he crazy. feeling the air conditioner See? talking Law about his life. cold. <laughs> Stuck on the computer. Hey, bro, rap. It was warm yesterday. Shit. I had shorts and a t-shirt on yesterday. Oh damn. Nah, it's cold here though. Well, um, I'm like, I've never been so. The food. Mm-hmm. Food. And we're gonna be there with a native, so it's not like we gotta be on some. We're gonna be there Googling with a couple shit. natives. Yeah, we can't. We don't have to be googling shit, looking like tourists. We're gonna be. We're gonna have to scoop. Yeah, a couple natives. Alicia, Ooh. she's from uh, Miami too, right? She's from Fort Lauderdale. It's the difference, and she's oh not gonna God. be with us. Well, the I'm whole flying time. into Fort Lauderdale, so right. Yeah, staying in Miami. You right. Um, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, just seeing what I never what I, I so I spent a month in Miami when I got my CDL, but it was a lot that I couldn't do. So I'm excited to like see what I didn't see. Um turning up. Yeah. I'm excited to turn up, go to the beach, see that water again, that clear water. Um I'm trying to see what kind of herb they got out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm, 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 the funky leaves they got out there, you That's all y'all. <laughs> trying to see what's up with it. Excited. I can't wait. Will we like four or five days out? I don't know. Four days out. We four Seems days like out. Seems like a whole week. I'll be there Saturday, so yeah, y'all Six leaving Friday, out. right? Yeah. yeah Friday. I'll Shit, be there Saturday. I need to change my flight. <laughs> so what's up? How we we'll talk about this after the podcast. We ain't gotta keep yeah, you know trying to hear this shit. <laughs> exactly. They sitting there listening. Why the fuck like, we all personal? When she get in the right. rental. <laughs> all right, but y'all, this has been uh, another episode of the Black Couch. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, talk to y'all again later. Peace. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Tune it in later. Peace.